0: By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? Hey good people, this is Dustin from the Sandman Stories Presents podcast. Here to bring you folklore from around the world. And you are tuned in to my man, 20 Tim Minutes. Alright, let's start the show. Let's start the show. Actually, let's restart the show. I will get into that in just a sec. But first, you are listening to 20 Tim Minutes, a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. That introduction was done by my main man, Dustin, with the Sandman Stories podcast. Um, Sandman Stories presents podcast. My bad. You download SSP? Yeah, you know me. Tired but can't fall asleep? Here is what Dustin does. He does his best to find interesting stories from the public domain and read them to you until you fall asleep. The stories are mostly folk tales from around the world, best listened to during work, during commutes, when you're trying to fall asleep, or any time that you need a calm friend to listen to. That boy has a great voice, and uh, he I don't know what, but he can't fall asleep. Kind of uh, messed up, they saying, uh, listen to it at work, because I don't want to fall asleep at work, even though I want to, but Dustin, do not promote sleeping at work, pal. All right. Uh, thank you again, my friend. Again, that's the Sandman Stories Presents podcast. You download SSP, yeah, you know me. I have a lot of energy right now, and we're going to talk about mania later, but I feel a little manic, but I don't think I am, because I'm just in a good mood. Um, But again, I had to re-record this effing episode because the first time I recorded it, I hit the fucking slow-mo option on my iPhone. So I was all like, bleh, 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 health." So yeah, you can edit the video to make it not slow-mo on the iPhone. But it gives you a different quality and I couldn't upload it to my Mac. And nor could I just take it out when I try to put it on iMovie. But you don't give a shit, okay? You are rocking with episode 48 of 20 Tim Minutes. I am back, baby. I was away from New I was away in New York this weekend. I'll tell you a little bit about it and uh, I'm gonna give you an update on uh, my therapy appointments, which was super sad. But first, let's talk about New York. went to New York for my buddy's wedding. Uh, Jimmy and Vanessa, uh, great duo, great fucking people. They are the type of people that I've never heard one bad thing spoken about them and from the city I'm originally from, everybody has something bad spoken about them. Jimmy and Vanessa, not possible. They're America's sweetheart. They're New York sweetheart, even though that city's a dump. They are not. Had a great time at the wedding. They had a saxophonist, which was phenomenal. Like they'd play normal songs by a DJ, and it'd be like "Push It" by Salt and Pepper, and he would just come out with him and his fedora, like. I thought that was a great addition. I absolutely loved it. I might get that for just like walking around with me. And now I wonder what he got first, the fedora or the saxophone. I feel like if you bought a saxophone, it comes with the fedora. But the other way around would be kind of weird. But I was also in an all-star band in middle school when I played the saxophone. But I faked it to make it. And I made it. But I don't know why. And all I knew how to do was play tequila on the saxophone. Because it had that little whammy bar at at the bottom. And that's all I did. But I would just, if you watched the video, my fingers would not line up with everybody else. But that's what you got to do. You got to fake it to make it like I do on this podcast. So I stayed an extra night. I was supposed to come home Sunday, but I had so much anxiety with taking the train because I took it out there. And South Station in Boston, kind of hectic, but I've been there before. So I was relaxed enough to know how it works. I got to Penn Station on a Friday night. At Madison Square Garden in New York City. And my God. If I could have just teleported back home instantly. I would have. It was so busy. There was lines to wait for cabs. I didn't know where to even stand to have an Uber pick me up. But I figured out how to get an Uber back. Which was like 50 bucks to the hotel. And I'm like this fucking city. But man I was just so nervous. So on the way home. I was going to leave Sunday. But my train was packed. And I was getting so nervous. So they were like just reschedule for Monday. And I did. And it was a lot cheaper, got a refund. And my friend Daryl let me stay in his room, who was the uh, worst snorer of all time. I felt like he was time traveling or he was like sucking in the air from the room. So that was tough. I've never listened to music while I slept. I think I've done it twice. I listened to lo-fi music. Does anyone know what that means? Well, that type of music, it's very calming and they do like covers, but there's no words. It's kind of like almost classical, but new aged. I don't know. But I tried listening to that. Did not work. If you have a snoring problem, go get that figured out. I also probably should have listened to Sandman Stories Presents by my main man, Dustin. You down with SSP? Yeah, you know me. Maybe that would have helped me fall asleep, but I didn't. But thank you for them for letting me stay. And I got to go back on the train on a Monday with a couple friends, so it wasn't as anxiety ridden. But I was anxious about the whole thing. The train was super uncomfortable to begin with. I was nervous about sitting next to somebody because that's always a gamble. I was like, maybe I'll fall asleep and miss my stop. These are all the thoughts I have as an anxiety-ridden person. Um, But again, I just needed to get away for a weekend. And uh, it was very necessary, I felt like. Uh, I just needed to uh, have some fun. Because you know me, I always like seeing old friends catching up with people that you don't see. But then once you see them again, you pick up where you left off. I feel like those friends are uh, always the best in uh, a different way. But it was very cool. but yeah, so I'm back from New York. Um, again, I'm re-recording this episode because I'm an idiot, so I'm sorry this was delayed today. But hopefully, you still enjoy it. I have an interview coming up that I just recorded um, because I'm backed up on uh, interviews. Holly and Mitchell, very cool uh, dentist uh, that went from being uh, she CEO of like a dentist office. She's a self-hypnosis person. Uh, she had a lot of struggles mental health. Her biggest fear that would make her faint was vomit. Even saying the word, if she saw someone vomit, she would pass out. But she was really cool, a lot of high energy. She reminded me of Amy Poehler, the actress from Parks and Recreation, um, and one of my favorite movies, Hot uh, Wet Hot American Summer. So that would be out Thursday. So recently, man, uh, I had my therapist appointment. I had to reschedule, and then I met up with her uh, on Zoom to talk. And uh, she dropped kind of a bomb on me and I could tell she was nervous. She's like, I'm very like uh, nervous to tell you this. And I was like, oh shit, like my therapist is nervous about something. This is bad. My therapist is leaving to work out of college and uh, very upsetting. Uh, She's been with me three years. She's uh, seen me transition, uh, always proud of me, always helps me out to open up my brain and my thought process. Just someone I truly love in a professional way. And it really hurt, and I did everything not to cry on the uh, Zoom. I swallowed that shit and just was like, my eyes were watering, but I just kept it in. If you know me, I cannot hold my emotions in, and it was very tough. And the second I got off, I just profusely cried for like an hour. Um, And it doesn't sound like it's a big deal because I do have another therapist lined up. She has two, and she doesn't know which one she's going to tell to... uh, work with me and I can only imagine the folder she has to give them in and in just a heads up and uh, I was like what are their names and she was like Sarah Michelle or whatever I was like oh another basic white woman name and she just started laughing and uh, so my therapist is around my age which I kind of like in a way because she probably knows about like the world from like my point of view so I was like how old are these women she was like what's old I was like can they be my mom and she was like no I was like okay that's good and it's like I just don't want an older person just because I feel like there's like that generation gap and they're like an old school way. And obviously I have to give them a chance. But again, I feel like I'm complaining about something that, uh, I shouldn't be complaining about. Cause a lot of people don't have a therapist to talk with, but to have someone help you change your life in a positive way and get me out of a dark hole and just confiding in someone, putting out my whole story. And then like, I kind of have to do that all over again. And I might not click with that person and, uh, just very sad and I just hate it. So we're going to be talking until like December. And how do you talk to your therapist about losing your therapist? It's, uh, so I'm going to try my best up until the last, um, uh, meeting that we'll have, but it's very unfortunate. I, again, I, like even talking about it now, I'm like very sad and it's kind of bumming me out, but I can't wait to tell you guys about my new therapist because, uh, that's going to be interesting. I've said this before and my thing is when I talk to a therapist I I want to always ask the same question and my first thing is there's no fucking way you don't tell family, friends or whatever about your interactions with with your patients. And if they say no, I know they're a fucking liar. There's no way. There is just no way that you don't tell somebody. I know there's like HIPAA laws or whatever, but even if they didn't say the name or said the name, which I don't care. Like talk to other people about my story. I think it's funny as it is. And I pretty much do it to you guys. So if she says no, I'm going to give her another chance and have her answer it correctly. But if she says yes, that's, what, that's how I know they're cool. So I don't know if you want to try that route when you're talking to a therapist. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not really looking forward to it, which uh, is, uh, is just tough. It's like losing a friend that like moves away to like a different state. And, uh, yeah, again, just fucking bummed out, but hopefully everyone else is doing good. I'm getting a little bit better. I, uh, going on my normal schedules coming up. So I'll be working two to 10 instead of the overnight. So I can actually have a a system where I can get up and do things before work and I can potentially go out after work or whatever, vice versa. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'll be the most senior person on my shift. And the shift has a lot of good people, a lot of good kids, um, just to work with, because obviously we spend the majority of our life working and you have these relationship with your coworkers where you talk about your real life and they don't even know, you know what I mean? It's just funny that like, these people you, you work with and you're going to fight with them. You're going to like make jokes with them or whatever, but I try not to hang out with people from work outside of work. You don't like to mix the two, you know? Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that a lot. And uh, I'm off work right now, so I'm kind of decompressing and I'm going to get back into it, kind of get my uh, sleep schedule back on track because uh, I need sleep. And you know, your boy does not like sleeping. So I wanted to talk about this. I said um, last week I wanted to talk about mania and being manic. For people that don't know, uh, I'll probably go if, if you're a diehard, diehard 20 10 minutes man. Uh, You know I probably already talked about this, but I think periodically I need to go over these things again because one, you're probably going to forget about my old episodes, and two, uh, you should keep on learning. I think it's National Bullying Month this month, and I feel like that's going to be a good one. Um, Bullying really shapes people, but mania is like uh, the way I explain it because I'm bipolar type 2, and mania and depression go hand in hand where they like flip-flop on me. And mania is tough because – you're so joyful and like confident and all these things that are so positive looking and it's fun to be around. People don't know. People that don't know mania, it's fun to be around that person. But then there's the depression side that's super sad and people don't like or they're they're very sad themselves. But the hardest part is trying to realize, and even though I'm self-aware about a lot of things, is I don't know the difference between being manic really or being joyful and honestly happy. There are signs because... You think of like that self-esteem and like positivity. You want to do stuff. Like one time I was like, you know what? I'm going to build a doghouse. I don't even know how to use a screwdriver. I know what a screwdriver is, the drink. But I don't know how to really use one. So with thoughts like that. I know I'm kind of being manic. and I can bring myself back. But then there will be parts and episodes where I'm, I am feeling super confident about certain things. And, and realistic things I could get done. And sometimes... They work out and it is very joyful. And sometimes it doesn't, and that's what I get kind of scared about. But I can go over like certain signs that you can you can see, and I feel like a lot of them mine are pretty obvious. Um, inflated self-esteem, which I don't really have, but my internal monologue, as you will, would would be like that. Reduced need to sleep. Again, I sleep like a maniac as it is, so hopefully this this um, change in my schedule helps out. And I got to make sure I'm on my meds. When I kept me missing my meds is when I would get bad and that's just my own fault. I got to be better about that. Racing thoughts is a huge one. Being easily distracted, which you know your boy uh, has a lot of problems. I'm actually looking this up on uh, Google. Risky behavior is a funny one because it's like, how is your brain, mental health disorders being like, I'm going to go to the casino. I'm going to go down to Twin River Casino in Tiverton, Rhode Island and put everything on black. It's red. Fuck. I just find that funny because it's like a thing that wouldn't happen back in the day if you had that issue. Um, irritability, that's a huge one when I'm like talking so fast and people can't keep up and like I get irritated at you and you're not even doing anything wrong. Isn't that kind of fucking weird that you just get like have a bad day and someone's just being themselves and you point out the negatives. You're like, dude, you're fucking annoying. And they're like, what, dude? I'm just just living. Um Rapid speech I have, obviously, less sleep, like, all all those ones. And again, I think the hardest thing is, even for other people, is realizing if you're manic or not, especially when you don't see them. Because sometimes at work, I'll be very happy or manic, and I don't know the difference, and everyone likes it, in a way, because I am that kind of like class clown at work. So when I'm sad, or go in depressed, where I don't want to talk to anybody, I'm very irritable, they're like, oh, what's wrong? So that's what makes me irritated even more. It's like, Michael Jordan didn't score 40 points a game. You know what I'm saying? I'm not comparing myself to Michael Jordan, but that's the first thing I can think of. Like, he had some off days himself. Um, and I can have some off days. And, and it's always tough to be like, hey, man, can you just leave me alone? Because it sounds disrespectful in a way where they're like, oh, okay, am I a the problem? Then you just get into more conversations and you spiral even more and you just keep on going and going. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, you... If you have those like signs, again, um, you should try to get help. Uh, If you can, go to your primary care doctor and tell them that uh, you're irritated by anything. And um, yeah, it's super exhausting when you don't know. And uh, I've even looked up things online to figure out how to manage that. And I think you have to figure that out on your own. can't go off everything on the internet. You can just use it as a suggestion. Not everything works for people. You know, I stress that a lot don't go on TikTok and fucking watch somebody dance and be like, I got depression. I got anxiety, put them together. And I'm Tim. I hate, I hate that shit on Instagram and TikTok TikTok where people like go over what works and what doesn't work for them. But yeah, I need to get like a, like a wrestle Man- manica, no maniac. I don't know. Wrestle maniac. Oh, wrestle maniac. That's what I should be because I love wrestling and I'm a fucking maniac. And that's where the word comes from, right? Maniac mania it just makes sense. Um but yeah, I'm very uh very upset. I was very upset last night when I recorded my episode and realized I did it wrong. And I could have red- I could have redid it right then and there, but I was such in a bad mood that I just didn't want to. Like I hate wasting my time. I fucking hate it. I I don't like when my plans change from A to B and I don't like wasting my time. If you waste my time, I, I am very, very angry. Like going to a doctor's appointment. It's like they had to cancel or like delay it very long. It's like, no, like, like waiting in line for something that doesn't work out. It's like the Simpsons episode where they wait in line for the ride and it ends up being the complaint line. I thought that was great. You know, I love the Simpsons. Um, but yeah, I hate Wasting My Time. Who sings that song? Wasting my time. I don't know. I feel a little manic right now, and I, I probably shouldn't be. Because um, I have no reason to. I think I'm just happy that I'm, I'm off from work, Get some, try to get some things down. I leaf blowed recently, and then the leaves just keep on coming. I think that's a pain in the ass. Like, how come just we have to do that? Like, what happened back in the day when just leaves just went into the grass? Like, why can't we just leave it there? It's like, oh no, my lawn, but then your lawn looks like shit and everyone thinks you have a drug house. That's what I think. Um Yeah, so let's uh I'm gonna finish up a little bit early today. Um, because again, I re-recorded and I kind of forget what I was gonna say, even though my last, I feel like my my re-recorded episode was great. I should just put it in slow mo where you have to like decipher everything, which would be awful, and I'd probably lose a lot of things. But I do appreciate you guys listening and checking in with me every so often. It makes me feel really good that uh, I have like fans and listeners that actually listen and, and interact with me. I'm always down to interact with my listeners and, and fans. It's very tough for me to say I have fans because I, I don't I don't like saying that. Um, but it's cool. It's people wearing my shirt and showing it off. Felicity Feline, a former guest of mine, adult entertainer, drummer. She posted on her Instagram and Twitter like her wearing my shirt. She's got a shit ton of followers. I just wish they translated into followers for me, but again, it's still cool to um, have someone like that where I can call a friend now, and this podcast is great because I have made a lot of connections, uh, friends, and uh, I guess fans, if you want to be called a fan. Um, If you want to buy a t-shirt, you can go to 2010minutes.com. It's the easiest way to find me. That's T-I-M-I-N-U-T-E-S, no double M's, not T-I minutes either. But yeah, thank you guys. My movie suggestion is because uh, The the Wedding, so The Wedding Singer, but there's also a woman there that reminded me of a very, ca- like a deep cut character, which is uh, when they're at like, they're trying to get the, the price of the photos and like she bites Adam Sandler's arm. It's that woman. And that woman's great. And that woman just kept making me laugh at the wedding because she was so fucking fun and just jovial. She was great. So The Wedding Singer, it's on HBO Max. It's top five, Adam Sandler movie for me. I don't care if you don't like Adam Sandler or not. He had some bangers. Billy Madison, number one. Happy Gilmore, number two. Wedding Singer, number three. That's My Boy, number four. And Five of goes back and forth depending on what I watched recently. I'm going to go Mr. Deeds, five. But sometimes it can go Big Daddy. I think it's going to be Mr. Deeds because I like the story more. Um, but yeah, those are my top five Adam Sandler movies. That's going to be a trivia question down the road. And then my song suggestion is Casey and the Sunshine Band, I'm Your boogeyman. Foggle, sup, Uh, my buddy Jimmy's wedding, he put that on the playlist and later he's like, dude, they didn't play that song. I'm like, dude, they did at the cocktail hour. Who puts on Casey and the Sunshine Band during the cocktail hour? That's got to be like the sixth song played at a wedding. White people weddings are the best. Because they play the... No, they're actually not the best. I, I lied. I've been to a, a lot of different cultured weddings, and there's some fucking good ones. But white people weddings are funny because they, they play the same songs all the time, like Shout. Um, uh, I can't even think of any of them now. But if you put a list together and send it to me, I will uh, probably agree with you. But Shout's a huge one. I feel like that one gets the crowd pumped. The Cha-Cha Slide. Uh, any Bon Jovi song. Anything that you can sing along. Probably Mr. Brightside's on there. Ugh. But either way, thank you guys again for checking out Episode 48 of 2010 Minutes There should be an interview this week I hope to god there is 2010minutes.com Check me out on Apple, Spotify, GoodPods. Um, Follow me on Instagram, everything um, But say it every week I love you guys And have a good one And we're clear Get the fuck out